0: First scripture is going to be in Proverbs, page 801. But before I read the scripture, I just want to tell you a story. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was a young lad who, because he was orphaned, was sent to live with his uncle. His uncle wasn't a very nice man, he didn't really want him. And one day, the uncle purposed to take him into the woods because that's what. His living was, he was, a, he was a forester or a woodcutter he took his nephew into the woods for the purpose of losing him, hoping he'd get eaten by a wolf or a bear. This young lad was wise beyond his years and as they went into the wood, the deeper they got, the darker it got and the lad took out his knife when they came to a turning, he notched the tree. and They kept going, and if the pathway deviated, he notched the tree again, at eye height. And as they went on, the day got darker, and evening came, and before long they couldn't see a hand in front of them. And it was purpose that they would stop, <coughs> and while sleep came to them, the uncle got up and walked away. By and by, the young lad woke up and realised he was all alone. But thankfully, he'd notched the trees, so he wasn't lost. His uncle himself was lost. Although he was familiar with the forest, he wasn't familiar with where he'd taken his nephew. So the nephew found his way home, but his uncle was never seen again. Now, let's read verse 12 of Proverbs, um, chapter 14. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. And then in Isaiah, page 867, and verse 21, And when ye turn to the right hand, or when ye turn to the left, thine ears shall hear a word, behind thee, saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. And over the page verse 30, and Jehovah will cause the majesty of his voice to be heard. Then if you'll turn with me to Jeremiah uh, page 948, and verse 21, verse 21, set up waymarks Make for thyself signposts, set thy heart toward the highway, the way by which thou wentest. Verse 31. Behold, days come, saith Jehovah, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel, and with the house of Jodah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers, in the day of my taking them by the hand, to lead them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they broke. Although I was a husband unto them, saith Jehovah, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith Jehovah, I will put my law in their inward parts, and will write it in their heart. And I will be their God, and they shall be my people, and they shall teach no more every man his neighbour, and every man his brother, saying, Know Jehovah, for they shall all know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, saith Jehovah. For I will pardon their iniquity and their sin will I remember no more. And then, verse 3, the same chapter. Jehovah hath appeared from afar unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Sorry for reading so many scriptures, but my subject tonight is to ask each one as to whether or not you know where you are, or are you lost? <coughs> I read about signposts. Set up for thyself signposts. Well, we have a signpost. Hopefully it's never out of your hand, the Scriptures, the Word of God, because otherwise, if you're finding your own way, your own way, Mark, it says in where i read there is a way that seemeth right you might feel yes i'm going the right way feels okay to me lots of other people i'm passing all quite happy but just remember what this scripture says but the end thereof is the ways of death and that's the, that's the end of every man and woman and child if you're not following the way the Lord has set out for you, and that's the narrow way. The broad way, Scripture says, leads to destruction, but the narrow way leads to life. How thankful we are for the narrow way. You won't see lots of people on the narrow way, it's just not very attractive. But the broad way is, because fast hordes can go down the broad way and you can meet your friends, you can chat to them. It's a nice broad way. But you know, that way is the way of death. <coughs> Find yourself on the narrow way, which is the way to life. <coughs> and so I'm concerned but we hear the voice. We started our meeting, didn't we? I heard the voice of Jesus say. Have you heard that voice? Because that's what we read of in Isaiah. And it says, And when ye turn to the right hand, or when ye turn to the left, thine ears shall hear a word behind thee saying, This is the way, walk ye in it. That voice (coughs) is the voice of, of the Lord Jesus, the voice of Jehovah. He is the one that is going to speak to you as to the way that you're on, whether you're on the way that leads to life, whether you're on the way that leads to death. And you might say, This is this is a this is a bit of a difficult word for me, but bear with me because. The last verse that i read tonight speaks of the lord and his love and you know in the gospel we cannot for one moment forget that the lord loves every man woman and child and the question is are you aware that the lord loves you are you aware that the lord himself has given, him, has given his life upon Calvary's cross that you might live. He's been into death that you don't have to taste the bitterness of it. I'm not saying you won't die if the Lord doesn't come. Eventually we will all die. But you know, the Lord has removed the bitterness of it in his going into death because he's defeated Satan and he's defeated. All Satan's forces. So there's no fear in death for the believer. Mm -hmm. So that's why the voice behind you is of such comfort. Because it's saying to you, this is the way, walk ye in it. Now whether or not you have to turn around, I don't know. But you might have to. If you've taken a wrong turn, you may have to turn around. Whether the voice will always be behind you, I don't know. But the voice is there. And I was very impressed with this verse in verse 30. And Jehovah will cause the majesty of his voice to be heard. Can't mistake the majesty of the voice of God. Jehovah... The majesty of his voice. You know, John spoke of the voice of many waters. That's how it appeared to him a voice of commanding presence, voice of many waters. Think of the depth of God's voice. And you know, God is still speaking to man, he's speaking in many ways. And as we are told in Hebrews, he speaks in many parts. But now he's speaking to us in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he is the one I want to present to you tonight. Mm He is the one that is my saviour. And he can be your saviour if you will accept him into your heart. Mm -hmm. That's the only way. We're reminded many times... uh, of what the Philippine jailer said. What must I do to be saved? And the reply, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. That's the simple instruction. And that's the voice that I'm speaking about. Mm. And Jehovah will cause the majesty of his voice to be heard. Think of that. The majesty of his voice. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Uh That's God speaking to man. And he's still speaking in that still small voice. Majestic it is. But he's saying, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Well, let's just move on. Because this is the, the scripture that I first Thought about today, for today, <coughs> set up waymarks, make for thyself signposts, set thy heart toward the highway. <clears throat> well, I've explained in my story what a waymark is. It's a notch, perhaps in a tree, so that when it's time for you to turn around and make for home, you know the way to go, because you're not lost. Maybe dark. But those way marks are there. Those notches in the tree, they're there. They're there so that you might know the way back. Don't know how far you've come. You may have travelled a long way. But you know, you're hearing the voice that will tell you the way to go back home. Because that's where the Lord wants you to be. He doesn't want you to be far from home. He wants you to come back to him. Think of a younger son when I'm speaking like this. He travelled far from home. And it says, and yet when he was a long way off, I don't know how far that was, it says his father saw him. And that's just like Jesus. If you've turned around, it means that you're not far from home. You may be miles away, but if you've turned around, you're not far from home. Because... Lord Jesus will see you. You'll hear his voice and he'll cover that distance however far it might be and he'll cover it. So that instead of being miles and miles away you know what it is to be in the Father's embrace. To be reminded that the love hasn't changed. He still loves you. The way he's always done. So it says, Make for thyself signposts. <clears throat> well, signposts are very useful. Often rely on signposts if we're going somewhere. But <clears throat> it says here, set thy heart towards the highway. Set thy heart <clears throat> on the well used road the well used road the road that leads to life Mm. how wonderful it is to know something of that way of blessing so it says in the last section of where I read (coughs) for I will pardon their iniquity and their sin will I remember no more Think of the greatness of God's heart of love in a word like that. Yes, it's in the Old Testament, but here it is, a reminder to the people of God just how, how his heart has not changed. Jeremiah knew something of God's heart. Isaiah knew something of God's heart. Every prophet, every person engaged in the work of the Lord knows something of the Father's heart. Mm -hmm. For I will pardon their iniquity and their sin will I remember no more. Think of that. We know what our sins are. Mm -hmm. We can possibly even recite them. But you know, the Lord says, I will pardon their iniquity. And their sin will I remember no more. Think of that. The Lord can forgive you your sin. Mm. That's a very wonderful thing. You think about that. Mm. Because we've wandered far, haven't we? Though your sins are red like crimson, they shall be as white as snow. (laughs) Red as crimson. Crimson really stands out, doesn't it? You can see crimson from a long way off. But it says, they'll be made like snow. That's that's the greatness of the Father's heart. He can do that. He can forgive your sins and you remember them no more. They needn't trouble you. If the Lord has forgiven them, they don't have to trouble you either. How wonderful it is to know that. And he says, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. Think of the everlasting character of God's love toward his people. It says, Though your sinful feet have wandered far and you're deeply sunk in sin. That's, that's, what, the, that's what the hymn says. Sometimes we sing it. Jesus lingers still. Tis for you he waits. Yes, that's who he's waiting for. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you to put your faith and trust in his finished work. And he's very patient. How thankful we are for the patience of God. He could come in in judgment upon this world because we know what it's like. We Just have to look out, look abroad and see how dreadful the world is. I was going to say has become. The world has always been evil, Mm. but we may become more aware of it as time goes on. But it's always been evil. Because, as we sit in the reading, the verdict of this world was away with him. We will not have him to reign over us. That's Jesus. Mm. And they've never reversed that judgment. And that's why the world is such an evil, dreadful place. Because that's, that was the judgment of this world. In Pilate's call. That's what they cried. Away with this man. No time for the Lord Jesus. Well, we started off by saying about hearing the voice of the Lord Jesus. I heard the voice of Jesus say. Now, have you heard The voice of Jesus say, that invitation, come. Because he wants you to come into his presence. He wants you to divest yourself of those burdens that you're carrying. If you're carrying a burden, it weighs you down. Lord Jesus doesn't want you to be weighed down by burdens. Because he's the one who's going to carry those. His shoulders are such that he can carry those burdens. You don't need to carry them. He can carry them. And he would he delights to do so. Delights to relieve you of all anxiety, all guilt. <clears throat> he just delights to do that for your blessing. Mm. Maybe you just be encouraged by these things for his name's sake.